Hello everyone, and welcome to Reading with Christine Figs. I'm your host, Christine, and I am so happy you are here with me today. We've been on a bit of a roll with these episodes, haven't we? <laughs> yes, I am taking a small moment to be proud. After months of not recording and sharing these books, I had missed it so much and it feels so good to be back. I will admit that, not yet, but pretty soon, I will take a short break just because I'm in the middle of reading so many books, I kind of need to actually catch up to them. But let's get back on track. If you listened to my last episode, I talked about Red, White, and Royal Blue, the book written by Casey McQuiston that I loved, and of which the movie adaptation came out on Amazon Prime. If you watched it, I'd love to know what you thought of it. You know, you can always email me at readingwithchristinefigs at gmail.com, or you can come find me on Instagram or TikTok at christinefigs, and that way we can discuss because I know everyone who saw the movie has lots of opinions about it. (laughs) All right, now let's get down to business. Today, we will be talking about my most recent read, The Daughters of Temperance Hobbs by Katherine Howe. The description goes like this. Connie Goodwin is an expert on America's fractured past with witchcraft. A young tenure track professor in Boston, she's earned career success by studying the history of domestic healing arts, home recipes, and medicines, and the women fluent in those skills. But beyond her studies, Connie harbors a secret. She is a direct descendant not only of Deliverance Dane, a woman tried as a witch in Salem, but of an entire bloodline of women whose abilities were far more magical than the historical record shows. When a hint from her mother and clues from her research lead Connie to the startling realization that her fiancé's life is in danger, she must hurry to solve the mystery behind a centuries-old deadly cycle in order to save him. Flashing back, through American history to gather learnings from the supernaturally gifted women, the daughters of Temperance Hobbs captures not only the special bond that links Connie's matriarchal line, but also makes plain the many challenges of women's survival across the decades and the risks some must take to keep their families alive. So I found this book at Verbatim Bookstore in San Diego, California, while visiting my soul sister, and its beautiful cover is what drew me in. And with a description like that, I knew it was right up my alley. I love all stories on witchcraft, and if you throw in a love story, well, then I'm typically all about it, which is what makes me so sad that I didn't completely fall in love with this story. I did enjoy it, but it didn't sweep me away the way I hoped it would, and a significant portion of it felt a bit like Practical Magic, which is a movie that is very high on my favorites list, so much so that at times I wanted to put it down and start watching the movie instead. Ugh, I hate saying that, but it's just true. It reminded me of what a lot of people call a beach read, something you toss into your bag, sorry, something you toss into your beach bag when headed to the water. Maybe you read a few pages, take a swim, read a few pages more, take a nap, and slowly make your way through it. There's nothing too cataclysmic that happens except a witchy story that you get to enjoy in between reapplying sunscreen, which there is nothing wrong with wanting a book like that. I will never book shame people, so I highly recommend deciding for yourself this may be a book for you. And if you'd like some more non-spoilery details, if you're considering purchasing it, then just reach out to me and we can discuss it. That way we can figure out together if it's the right book for you. I added it to my online shop, Reading with Christine Figs, through bookshop.org if you're interested. And if you decide to give it a try, I'd love to know what you think about it. Okay, now this is where I typically move on to what I like to call the art portion of the episode, where I talk about poetry or music or a documentary I've watched. But today we're going to do something a little different. I read a book that is a collection of short stories and I am obsessed with it. (laughs) I shared it not too long ago on my Instagram, shameless plug there for anyone who isn't already following me, and added it to my online shop then. 
However, we haven't discussed it. And that's been kind of nagging at the back of my brain because I really loved it. The book is called An Honest and Open Look at Sex from Every Angle and Everybody by Julia Rothman and Shana Feinberg. Before I can explain why I love this book slash collection of stories so much, you need to know a little more about me. In my world, there's no such thing as too much information. I love the conversations where you ask the people you trust, has this ever happened to you? Or is this normal? Maybe it's because I grew up before Google had an answer for you with one click. And even after that, it became popular. I was still sharing a computer with my family and didn't feel comfortable searching answers to questions I would later learn that we all had. So I started reading and reading and reading some more, which is a shocker. I know (laughs) I read everything I could get my hands on when it came to our bodies and sex. And I tried so hard to then create an environment with the people around me where nothing said would feel shocking or be met with shame. Flash forward to walking into a store in Philadelphia and seeing this book on the shelf. The description for an honest and open look at sex from every angle and every body goes like this. Have you ever had a question about sex, whether it was curiosity, desire, or the sneaking suspicion you're somehow different? Everybody will help you feel less alone. It's a huge collection of anonymous stories, essays, artwork, and expert tell-alls on myriad subjects, all rolled into one. Really, it's the conversations most of us are too scared to start. Thanks to talented duo Julia Rothman and Shana Feinberg, we don't have to. The stories, essays, and interviews they've compiled touch on a wide array of topics, including first times, open relationships, body acceptance, accidental pregnancies, sex toys, pleasure, fear and trauma, sexual discovery, and more. What a list. Framed by dozens of artists' illustrations, deeply personal interviews, and expert essays that address stigmas and cliches, this book is an informative, welcoming, and inclusive user's guide to your body, no matter its shape, size, or preferences. A dynamic group of voices and styles makes everybody an essential resource and helpful companion as you explore your own body and more. Okay, that was a mouthful. (laughs) It is filled with hundreds, maybe more, stories about people's personal experiences, and it is amazing. These short stories have made me laugh out loud, learn so much, and even get a little teary-eyed. Taking a look into the worlds other people exist in opened my eyes to so many things, or gave me more clarity on aspects I was curious about. Some stories go on for a page or two, and some are only a paragraph, and yet with each one you get insight into someone's world and experience, and at the same time your world is opened up a little bit more. Books like this always make me so excited, and no, not just because of the content, but because it feels like it unites us in our shared experiences and reminds you that you're not alone. Sex is awkward, and sometimes it's not. Our bodies are magical, even when you don't feel like it is, and at the end of the day, we're all just looking to connect and feel understood. I'm so happy I purchased it, and as I mentioned earlier, it was already added to my online shop in case you want to dive into this world with me as well. All right, my loves, that's all for now. I hope you've enjoyed this episode and you stay tuned for my next one where I talk about my most recent read, The Song of Achilles by Madeline Miller. So until next time, I hope you read. And if you can't, because that's just how life goes sometimes, I hope you enjoy some art in whatever form you find it. Because when life gets difficult, it is art in all of its many forms that can hold us, heal us, and give us hope. I love you all. Happy reading. Happy reading.